from the 50, midweek edition. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the From the 50 podcast, the midweek edition, and it's brought to you by Book It Sports. I am your host, Zach Zook, and we got a full crew today, TJ Weber, Nick Tally, Big Web, and Nick Yale out in Reno. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's good. Delicious. It's been, yeah. it's been great. It's the it's first great. time we've had five, like, co-hosts. Tally's kind of co-host today, so we <laughs> got the uh, first time we've had five. This is nice. I like it. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that Nick has now come for out from behind the camera, and he is front and center. He is in my old seat. Sorry if it smells like poop over there, Nick. Uh, <laughs> and we do what we can. So, uh, big big Sunday of games to recap. Uh, first, though, uh, Nick, do you want to shout out Book It? I mean, you guys have been making some huge moves, and we are brought to you and presented by Book It Sports. So, uh, yeah. give a shameless plug, if you will. Yeah, shameless plug. Uh, go download the Book It Sports app now available in Google Play and the Apple App Store. If you have any issues, text me, call me, email me, Nick at bookitsports.app. I'll get you squared away and taken care of. Uh, so far, really I'll good. You put your contact. In yeah, you know, there, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm a man of the people. That's what That's I'm here. Slippery slope. One of my many jobs here at Book It Sports, I wear many hats. I'm the community manager, so I make sure that all our new users can get onboarded to the app and are enjoying their experience. You know, I'm like so a concierge you, for the Book It Sports app. Yeah, Nick, are you like the Ronnie 2K of Book It Sports? Yeah, essentially, that is that's a very good. That's that was, a very that was in your job description, huh? Me the Ronnie and, 2K of Book It. Live moods and myself would be the uh, would be the two gotcha. K the two K crew. So yeah, it, it's going well though. We had over two thousand users on the app, over six thousand bets tracked on the app in the first wow. uh, 10, 10 days or so, being on the uh, Apple App Store and Google Play. Dev teams working night and day in, in Europe and Boston to get this thing up and running. We've had a couple hiccups, but we've ironed those out, and we got a lot of new features coming soon. Um, push push alerts, notifications are coming up next. Um, we'll be fixing the follow bug. If you've been following, trying to follow people, you got to go to their profile to follow them, not from the discover screen because that doesn't work uh, functioning as properly. So we're getting that fixed. So a lot of good things happening, a lot of good marketing uh, um, partnerships coming up here very, very soon uh, that we're getting ironed out. And we have merch coming too, pre-order link coming this week. So if you want to book it hoodie, book it hat, book it uh, shirt, we got all those rolling out here in the next couple of weeks. So really exciting stuff. And got to keep the momentum rolling here yeah i think that uh there's a problem i think that people must be having a problem following me i don't know so uh, <laughs> i mean i'll give you a shout out i'm the second most followed person second yeah. most followed person on the app behind trent yeah, so, no, it's, uh, it's exciting stuff though really i mean quick. you get to see the uh seeing the app on the on the apple story search book it see it right there i mean that's kind of cool I stuff mean, so congratulations to all you guys I, I never thought i'd have my face on on the app store so you know i'm, I'm like i'm like the highlight of it yeah you go on the app store, my, too. my face is all over the damn thing it, isn't, so. it, isn't it nick's uh, like decision to do all that so like you know he's like oh should we go with this slide or the 19 others like no i'll just have me on the first three and then we'll put other people <laughs> like, i can i can i can't believe i'm on that i can't believe that i had I had nothing to do with that portion of it at all. Zook, real quick, they, no, let, the, 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 the people that it, were making those calls said we got to get this guy. In I would have picked beard a better. I would have picked a better picture of myself if it were my decision. But you know, here we are. I'm not going to complain. I'm happy with it. Happy with the product. Happy with the whole team. Zook. So, boys in the Bruise Cave over there. I see <laughs> that we're. Uh, we got some. We got some. Uh, we got some brews over there. What, what's going on? <laughs> 
Uh, we're just hanging out, man. Just some some boys being guys, some guys being dudes. TJ you know? set us up with some Yangling Golden Pilsners, delish. Absolutely, very yeah. good. All right, well, shit, save some, some stuff for uh, Friday. I guess while we're at plugging things, we got some epic, epic stuff in the works uh, for uh, the the coming weeks. So that's all I'll say, and just uh, stay tuned. I will say, Stay uh, tuned. since you know, I made a big post today, and I said if you have any questions or concerns, make sure you uh, relay them to Nick about our change. So anybody that doesn't know, because we are still live on the Brews on the Balcony account, we have decided to split up from the 50 and Brews on the Balcony. Same guys, same show, but kind of let uh, them both fly by by themselves if you will just kind of let them uh, grow by themselves just just come on just it's like a little like a little yeah. duckling you just you put him yeah. out there in the pond by himself see how he bruise on the balcony has been sheltering and pre-chewing our food for us for about a year and a half now so <laughs> bruise it's time for bruise to say you know it's time you're 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 growing up you got to leave the nest at That's some right. point so got to kick him out the yeah. reason we're not, so there's a new page. It's uh, From the 50. You can search at From the 50 Show here on Facebook to go find our page. Uh, I tried to go live on it. For some reason, our fantastic software that we go live with, Wirecast, is being a real dick today. So we're calling live from Bruce. Shit list. Sorry shit for the confusion list. once again. So there you go. Yeah, Wirecast is very close to being on the shit list. So. Oh, it's on it. It's, 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 it's on, on it. it. For Tally's, it's on it for sure. Very close. Very well, close to be on the shit list. The, the first football topic I want to bring up today, guys, is the Drew Brees injury Ooh. because – I feel like that has reverberated around the interwebs this week, and I'm interested to hear your guys' take on it. Sounds like Drew's only going to miss a couple weeks, but he's got cracked ribs on both sides of his chest. Mm. It does not sound fun. Um, he also has what the are your guys' lung. takeaways for the for the Saints moving forward with Jameis? Now, I know I kind of had the hot take a couple weeks ago that I think Jameis puts them in a better position to win. I suppose we're going to actually get to find out about that here real soon. But uh, where, where do you guys think they're at in terms of the NFC South? Does this put put them back, you think, behind the Bucks, Or do you still view them as kind of the favorite to win the division? I was seeing some projections the other day that projected the Packers at 12-4, and four, the Saints at 12-4, and four, and I think I think there was another couple teams at twelve and four as well. I think a couple of the teams out west, like the Seahawks and uh, potentially even the Rams or Cardinals. But uh, where do you guys where do you guys see the Saints at uh, the next couple of weeks potentially without Drew Brees? They're finally it's like they're finally starting to get healthy in some other areas. They get Michael Thomas back. They get some other guys back, yeah. and then now their quarterback goes down. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear you guys take on that. It's interesting because. Like you said, does Jameis give them a, a better chance to actually <laughs> utilize some of those deep weapons? Jameis definitely <laughs> has the better arm. That kind of was his bread and butter there in uh, in Tampa Bay with Mike Evans was to throw the ball deep and let him go up there and grab it. Certainly he threw a lot of picks, and that's still a little bit of a concern um, for when anytime you bring him in there. But I think the mix of Taysom Hill, Taysom, Taysom Hill, Hill thank you. makes them – uh, makes you know gives them a little bit more mystery and uh, what they can do with him having Jameis in there because Jameis can throw it deep. You can get Taysom Hill in there and and do his thing. Uh, so I'm not saying Jameis is by any means an upgrade over Drew Brees, but certainly in in some aspects of of throwing the deep ball, specifically to Michael Thomas, who since he's been back hasn't been a real impact player. They still kind of gone to the other weapons, and maybe that's because. Michael Thomas hasn't practiced a whole lot. 
uh, because of his of his his personal issues with uh, with Sean Payton and and getting in trouble and being injured and that kind of thing. But I think this gives him an, an interesting opportunity for uh, to to bring Michael Thomas back into the fold. I would still consider the Saints the favorite. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think Jameis still gives them a really good shot to win. And he gives them an opportunity that Drew didn't. He gives them an opportunity to go downfield a little bit. So I'm actually really curious to see what Winston does. The only thing we, we've seen him do is throw long bombs. He's really accurate at times, and he's very inaccurate a lot of the time. So 30 interceptions, tough to put out there. Sean Payton's going to be pissed off. You might see more Taysom Hill if uh, he comes out there and throws three picks in the first game. But we'll see what how Jameis has done. Maybe he's kind of learned to be more patient. Um, but I do think, you know, risk reward here going downfield and, and finding Thomas and some of those deep threats could open it up for Alvin Kamara a little bit. And, uh, do I want to say they're going to be better with Jameis? I'm not going that far yet. Um, but I definitely think they can be as good as they've been. And if, you know, they find a little bit extra with those deep passes, I think that they could open it up a little bit and could be better. Um, I still think no matter what happens, I don't care if Jameis goes, he wins every game while Drew's out. I do think that uh, Drew Brees will be their quarterback no matter what happens. Um, but I don't know. They have a chance. I think he's could, he could be good, and uh, we'll see what happens when they air it out. I don't know. Boys, I see I see no hiccups here. In fact, I see improvement. I tell you, I, I, I'm not much of a Brees fan the last couple no of years. What I know. I think uh, I think Winston's going to do just fine in there, especially with a full week of practice this week. You know, with the, with the starting offense, I think he's going to do well. And then Taysom, you guys got to learn how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Taysom's a big – he's a secret weapon. That guy can do it all. And uh, I see no missteps at all for the Saints. Yeah, I mean, Jameis got his eyes fixed this offseason. Sean Payton's going to do everything to put him in a position to succeed. And he can move around a little bit more than Drew Brees can. So I think that'll help their offense a lot as well. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I I don't know what's going to happen with them. They're so wishy-washy, but how many teams have we said this year that is a total crapshoot? You know, we've seen Tampa do what they did against Carolina last week. Like, oh my God, they're Super Bowl contenders. Then they get wrecked against Green Bay. Or, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's insane. Or wrecked by the Saints, sorry. But then they wreck Green <laughs> Bay. Then Green Bay almost loses to Jacksonville. It's You don't know what the hell happens in this league. And it's honestly the first year where it's like, Let's sit back and see what happens, because honestly, by week 17, I don't know who the best team is going to be. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it ad nauseum, especially in the NFC. There's really not that clear-cut contender. I'm interested to see what the offense looks like. Are they going to adjust Jameis Winston's style of play to be more like Drew Brees and kind of stay in that check-down offense? Or are they going to adjust the offense to Jameis Winston's skill set and maybe let him air it out a little more? I'd be interested to see if Sean Payton kind of treats him with kid gloves because he is Mr. 30-30. I mean, they don't want to be turning the ball over left and right. So I, I would imagine they're not going to you know, just start sending everybody vertical. But uh, I, I'll be interested to see if uh, Michael Thomas maybe starts expanding the field or if they do maybe try to take some deep shots or if they kind of still play that dink and dunk offense and maybe rely on the run a little bit more. Either way, it'll be interesting to see. And I think this is why you make the investment in an expensive backup quarterback uh, the past two years. I mean, they've had to use the backup uh, both seasons now for it looks like multiple weeks. Teddy Bridgewater ended up making, I think, $20 million, and he's a starter this year. And I think Jameis has a decent chance to be a starter next year as well if all goes well here over the course of the next month for him. He could even be the start of the Saints, to be honest. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's it's the blueprint. When you've got a guy that's over 35, uh, I think that this is kind of the approach you have to take. Or if you have a quarterback or you have an unstable 
uh, quarterback position, you pay top dollar for a good backup because when this happens, when your quarterback gets two shattered ribs, your season's not over. You don't get on get guys on this show like like us five saying, oh, they're done. I mean, you know, because I feel like we all still feel like it's status quo pretty much with the Saints. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. And I think uh, it's something that Sean Payton in the front office of the Saints uh, has done well. But uh, the, the other here's another, another thing I want to talk about, the next topic, I suppose. Uh, I want to talk about the Miami Dolphins. And there's not really any one thing that I necessarily wanted to talk about other than the fact that this team is now six and three. I believe they've won five in a row. They are a half game back of the Buffalo Bills for first place in that division. And I don't know if they catch Buffalo this year. I think their roster is behind Buffalo. But I do think that we all thought that the Buffalo Bills would be the next kind of contender out of that division when the Patriots took a step back. And I got to tell you, I think, again, maybe they end up as a wild card this year. Maybe they don't win the division. But I think the Miami Dolphins are the more viable threat for years to come in that division as opposed to the Buffalo Bills, especially if Tua kind of turns out to be what we think he is and he can kind of develop. I really love Sean McDermott, and I love what the Bills are doing, but I think their defense is starting to show a little bit of its age. I feel like it's not as elite as it was uh, in seasons past, and I feel like the Dolphins are an ascending team under Brian Flores who really impresses me. I mean, defensive coach has totally made me rethink my philosophy on hiring a defensive coach. That guy kicks ass. I think he's probably a top 10 coach in the league. I'm interested to hear your guys' take on the Miami Dolphins because, God, this team just is really starting to impress me. They're getting it done with mediocre personnel, too, I, I think, uh, at most of the positions. So I'm interested to hear your guys' take on the on the Miami Dolphins. Do you think that they're kind of the next team in the NFC East it or seemed- AFC East? It seems like every week there's a new Miami Dolphins player scoring the first their first career catch for a first career touchdown. Like <laughs> yeah. that's it's happened with at least three or four different tight ends that weren't Mike Gusecki. It's happened a couple times. <laughs> I mean, the, the running backs that they trotted out last week. Oh my week, god, like, I feel like I've claimed like four I'm, Dolphins I'm like, running backs. This I'm like, year who the fuck are these guys? Like they like Salvan right. Ahmed, Miles <laughs> yeah. Gaskin. They're going out there and doing it with just absolute like schlubs, and so you know, and to their <laughs> credit, like like Tua is uh, looks like the real deal. I mean, so far uh, he's. He, uh, the, the first game that he played in, it wasn't, I don't think it was too much of him winning that game as it was the Rams losing the game. Um, but you know, the Dolphins, you know, that division that's been led by the Patriots for, for so, so many years is now flipping and turning the tide. We, we've seen Buffalo kind of turn the corner. They did so a little bit um, in years past, but really, really pulling it and putting it all together this year behind Josh Allen. And then Miami now making the, making the move with, uh, with two of theirs. So, it's it's funny because the division has been so top heavy with the Patriots for so long, and now we're actually seeing some competition. The, the Patriots too. I mean, I mean, can't really discount with the Patriots. Uh, shitty season to start, but um, good good victory on Sunday night. And we'll talk about that later over the Ravens. Um, that division is is looking a little bit more competitive than it did right at the beginning of the season. Yeah, and the Dolphins now, whenever they took out Fitzpatrick. I think a lot of us were sitting back like, what the hell are you doing? I mean, you know, there was a rumor going around that you put Tua in because they really didn't truly like him in practice, and they were just kind of kind of throw him out there, and if he doesn't do well, they're going to just toss him out and get somebody new. Uh, I didn't buy into that, but I did buy into the fact that 
they didn't want Fitzpatrick to take the team over the rest of the year, and now all of a sudden they're a playoff contender. Uh, Tua looks pretty good, I will say. That first game against the Rams, 100% did not look good. I mean, that was their defense. That was their special teams that got the job done. They've been getting, if not a a defensive touchdown every single game in the last three weeks, they've been close. A lot of turnovers, a lot of opportunities. So they've set Tua up. But the last two games especially, you can tell he's kind of coming into his own. He's kind of playing really well. Not a lot of running backs, as you guys are saying. Not a great running game, but just slowly but surely finding his receivers. And the Dolphins are just a weird, dangerous team in the NFC, in the AFC East. Uh, and then you mentioned the Patriots, you know, what's funny about it is they still show these in-the-hunt graphics. And, you know, it's funny because there's so many teams in the hunt. The fucking Lions are in the hunt. They're, in a way, they're in, even close to the hunt. They've been done with the hunt for a long time. Um, so, I, you know, four and five <laughs> Patriots. But there's a mathematical so, chance. If there's any yeah. team that scares me as a four and five in the hunt, you, you leave the door open just a little bit for Bill Belichick. I don't know, man. They... They could be covering a lot of games here in the second half of the season. Not saying they'll win, but I think they might be playing pretty good. I tell you what, boys, <clears throat> I like Miami. I've liked them for the last couple, three weeks. Uh, two is making it happen. I, I like Fitz in that position too. The team just seems to be sparking. The next two weeks, they got Denver and the Jets, so they really ought to do well the next couple weeks. Maybe get to the eight and three mark. Then they got that's, Cincinnati. That's kind of why I bring it up to, to Big Web. I took a look at their upcoming schedule, yeah. and you make a great point. Like these guys are going to be these guys to be like eight, nine, and three before we blink. Right. If they get past Cincinnati, then they got to face. In December's a little tougher. They got Kansas City, Baltimore, and Vegas yeah. in December. But New England, they got in December also. Who knows what the hell New England's going to look like in December? Nobody knows right now. But uh, yeah, I, I could see them definitely going eight, nine, and three before they get to December, or the second half of December. So, no, they're in good position. Yeah, I guess the point. I guess the point I'm trying to make is, uh, uh, I, I think they're almost a lock to make the playoffs, Big Web, because their upcoming schedule, like you said, they can even drop a couple games and be like ten and six. Mm-hmm. And with the te- with the seventh seed, they're going to get in. It's it's really interesting when you look at that division. I think TJ made a good point. The Patriots used to just cakewalk that division. And I think that it, it – I don't think it diminishes their dynasty because I think that division's so easy because Bill keeps getting all these guys fired. Like, they don't ever win, and so there's just a revolving door <laughs> at these three franchises. Yeah. Now I think we're finally starting to see some parity because Tom and Gronk are gone. I, I still think the Pats next year when they can – they have a ton of cap space. They're going to get the quarterback figured out. They're going to be better next year with a real offseason, with real OTAs, with a real preseason. They're not just going to evaporate into thin air and be the Jets for the next 10 years. Like, this is going to be a three-team division, I think, for the next three to five years Like the, because the Bills aren't going away. The Dolphins, in my opinion, are, are ascending. I think they're the most well-balanced team this Dolphins team to me reminds me of the Titans like two or three years ago, like minus the quarter they have already have the quarterback situation figured out. But when the Titans started kind of building those teams with Marcus Mariota and they started to get the offensive line pieces and made a couple of free agent signings and, and then they had the success under Mike Malarkey and then really took off when they got Vrabel. This this feels like the Dolphins are in a similar spot, and I just think that they're. I think it's like I just kind of had the realization watched them this past weekend. I was like, I think it's just time to accept, like, this is this is a freaking good team. Like, they're not kind of, oh, they're frisky. They, like, this team is freaking good. Like, I think they could beat anybody on any given Sunday. Right, and, and, and the, this is the, the Dol- similarity is is because they came out of nowhere with the Dolphins, just like the Dolphins. I mean, just like the Titans and the Dolphins. Both of them came out of nowhere from, from the three-year growth like you're talking about. 
And this is a Dolphins team too that has two first rounders, two second rounders next yeah, year. Yeah, they have a they and have the, a they have they number have the, six pick right now. They have they have the haul of the picks coming up in the next in in this coming draft uh, after getting rid of Minka Fitzpatrick, Tunsil, Kenny Stills. Uh, so they they got rid of they they shedded some they shedded some players that when they did it it looked like okay they're definitely going into full rebuild mode here and now they draft Tua you know their their quote unquote franchise quarterback still a little early to say that but um you know it, assuming Tua can stay healthy they got they got a real chance to add some key weapons here onto this team they had Devontae Parker they had Mike Gusecki the running back is kind of by committee right now maybe maybe they go out and find a running back with one of those second round picks and then you use your two first rounders you can add some on the defense add some on the o-line and really really build a, a nice foundation going into next year i think this year maybe took took them by surprise a little bit i don't think we were expecting this out of the dolphins i think this was more of the the bills year to take over this division with the patriots yeah. taking a step back uh and shedding some of their talent but um, you know, here the Dolphins are right, right in the middle of the hunt with uh, with a lot of good good picks high up there in the draft. Well, and I criticized them a couple of weeks ago, and one thing I aired in, in my criticism of them for the whole Tua thing, like the guy hasn't even played, and it feels like they already were kind of out on him. I think I maybe misinterpreted that in the media a little bit. I didn't realize the Texans pick was going to be that high, or just didn't put it together. That's going to be a top five borderline pick. And yeah. you have two first-rounders. So, in their mind, they're thinking, well, they wanted Joe Burrow. I mean, that's no secret. Tua was number two on their board. So, in their mind, they're thinking, well, if we do our evaluation of quarterbacks at the end of this year, and we think that Trey Lance or Justin Fields, like similar to the Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray thing, and we think one of those two guys can be significantly better. Be We're trading high, pick, just- you know, 25 or whatever and pick – six to trade up to pick three or two to get our guy like the, I, I feel like that that actually is a lot smarter than I think I, I realized at the time so I, I kind of understand where they're coming from it feels like Tua is gonna work out I mean I I think is the only thing that with him was the health uh, I don't think he's gonna be Joe Burrow I think clearly I was a little wrong on that I think he's got maybe a little bit more of a ceiling or he needs a little bit more around him to function whereas Joe is more of a playmaker but uh, assuming they keep Tua, where do you guys think they go with that draft pick? Let's just say it's number six, what it is now. Do you? I was thinking about this at, at work. Like, would you trade that pick and try to get a haul of players, or would you look at that as we got a freaking gift here? We don't plan on picking in the top ten anytime soon. Let's make the most of this and get an impact guy. Let's take one more swing and get an impact guy like a corner, like a edge rusher, like a like a defensive interior guy, and try to get a premier player. Or do you maybe trade pick six, get like two more first rounders, take your first rounder at pick twenty four, and try to get a haul of picks to work the roster that way? I think they're going to pick somebody. I mean, their defense has already shown that they're one of the tops in the NFL this season. Like, kind of coming out of nowhere, you could add an, an edge rush guy or a top cornerback to that. I mean, they're going to be top five defenses for future. I mean, if everybody can stay healthy, so. I don't know what they do in that situation. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know enough about who's coming out as far as like non quarterbacks, non really. I don't know a ton of receivers either right now. Um, I see them going defense. It seems like that's the way they're building. That's where their talent lies right now. So yeah, I mean, why not try to just, I mean, if you want to go ahead and trade back and try to get a late couple late first rounders or, you know, late first round this year and then a, a one next year or early two. You could probably go for it, but I think they're trying to win and realize they're good enough to win, you know, the next couple of years if they if they do these draft picks right. So 
Top six pick, man. You're going to get one of the best defensive players in the draft. I say you go for it and build the shit out of that defense. Yeah, that, I, I am kind of with you, TJ. That yeah. all depends on your team needs, and you could even maybe trade back from like six to ten, but get a third round pick or something instead of two firsts, mm-hmm. and still help you out long term if the guy that you're going to take isn't is going to be there anyway. Well, what about what yeah, about I, also? I think Max. That's what they do. Like I'm with TJ. I think they either stick and pick, yeah. or if the guy they want has about. They, they think they can get him at 10 or 12. Uh, then maybe you slip back a little bit, pick up an extra pick, and still get your guy. I think I know there's a lot of good wide receivers coming out, but if they pick a guy six overall, I think that would be borderline negligent when you have a pick that's going to be likely in the 20s where you can come back and get that guy. Like you see Justin Jefferson drafted in the 20s, Ayuk drafted in the 20s, and you can get a lot of good receivers in the second and third round too. So, uh, so see, the receivers yeah, are so I, deep, I think man. That, and that's the thing. They – they yeah. have guys right now that are stepping up and performing. Like they don't really need a top receiver. They love one, and then they'd be a real game changer. But I mean, there's that's probably the deepest position, in my opinion. The deepest position in the draft is wide receiver most years. Absolutely right. Now, if you don't if you don't need a wide receiver, why not you know trade back and get yourself a couple of beefy linemen for this guy? This guy's very young. You get some linemen, solid linemen in there to protect this guy. You got yourself a chance at a dynasty a little bit. Yeah, they, they well, need. If they, they, need if a they can game. get the o- offensive tackle from Oregon, supposedly. Now I graded one of his games from 2019, the Oregon Auburn game, but uh, supposedly this guy is just freaking next world. I've seen him play a couple times. I haven't watched him enough to like give you my opinion on him. Supposedly, he's just like the best tackle in years, and if they get a chance at him, I can't. I'd imagine they take it. I know they drafted Austin Jackson out of USC last year in the first round, but uh, you can never have too many linemen. So I, I'd expect it's gonna if they do stick and pick at six, it's gonna be a premier position. It's got to be like edge rusher, offensive line, defensive interior, yeah, or like a corner. The the mock draft right now has them taking Micah Parsons out of Penn State linebacker. So yeah, he's freaking good. And they got they got uh uh Rosseo going to the Chargers right before the, before him at five and then Penny Sewell from Oregon at four. Is the, so, is that Rosto guy? Is that a edge guy from Pitt? Uh Miami. Oh yeah, yeah, Miami. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, I I haven't gotten to watch him play yet. Uh yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's about to be mock draft season. Uh here in about a month. Getting so close. that's gonna that's gonna be And that could always change too. You know, they have the Chargers sitting there at four and the in the in the football team at three, but obviously Yeah, that's ton, all gonna ton, change. Tons of football left in the season. So depending on how um, Miami does, or rather how Houston does, that's what the, the pick there is. Chargers at are six at is. four? Yeah, yeah they're, well, they're, they're two and they're, seven. They're, 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 they're two and seven right now. That's, yeah, two, that's two and seven. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I saw that today. I didn't even believe it. I saw Jets and so Chargers there was a two and stat, seven. But I think there like was a very interesting. They feel like they're five hundred. There was a very yeah. interesting stat today that said um, it was three teams that have lost or that the difference, the margin was like less than seven points, and it was like the the nine and zero Steelers, the uh, the eight and one. Who's eight and one right now? Oh, Chiefs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Chiefs, and then, um, and then it was the the Chargers who had uh like over fourteen point leads in the fourth quarter of four different games this year or five different games, Good and they, they ended up losing all of those games in the fourth quarter. It's insane. And I yeah, hate the, to say it, that's on Anthony Lynn. 
It really is. Like otherwise, the, the otherwise the Chargers would be seven and two. The you seven got, and two the Chargers. Yeah, he let the Drew seven... Locke come down and beat him for God's sakes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. God. yeah. And the I thing mean, is, on. I like Anthony Lynn too, but I think he's probably more suited for a coordinator spot. The seven and two Chargers. Could you imagine behind rookie Justin Herbert, them Man alive. being not leading that division because they would be behind the Chiefs, but in a premier wild card spot. You, you know um, the old cliche, Nick. They got to learn how to win. Got to <laughs> learn how to win. win. Play to win the game. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about the Sunday night game. We'll talk about the two prime timers here. Nick already kind of queued it up. The Baltimore Ravens and the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots get a big win. I feel like they're kind of right back in it, although they're still, I think, kind of not. Eh. But uh, they got a chance at least now. Uh, my more t- my t- bigger takeaway, I actually didn't have a huge takeaway from this. To me, it's just like the Ravens are what they are, man. Like this, I kind of, I kind of assumed that this was going to be the case with them. And I love Lamar Jackson. I, I was hoping that he was going to take that step forward. But again, I just, I kind of think that did, offense did is. Did you what see it is. what he had to play in? I'm, I'm not making excuses, but it was a fucking no, monsoon the end of that game. It, it was it's like raging rivers out there. It was insane. You couldn't <laughs> see raging showed, rivers. They showed a full shot it's of cool when it's hot. You couldn't see the seats. It was raining so hard. It was insane. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a good point. But don't you think that would favor them because they like to run? I guess both teams like to run. Not really. Their their running game has been terrible. Without Lamar, they're banged up. They're yeah. terrible. Mark Ingram's been bad, and they just haven't been consistent. Dobbins has been a total, I'd, I'd say, bust this year. I mean, compared to what they said he was going to oh be. Oh, my God. It's been nothing. I took him in Dynasty. Tell me about it. Yeah. The they they refused to play the damn guy. Absolutely the, nothing. The whole thing about that freaking football game, though, was uh, Newton is a different football player in prime time. He just is. He loves the lights. He kicks it up a notch. And that's yeah. why that's why during my locks, which I'm 1-0 this week, <laughs> I mean, I kicked. I, I, I went away from. I went away from that game <laughs> because the guy is a different football player in prime time, and, and he just he, he played better. You could tell just by looking at him. Yeah, Big Web, I kind of agree with that. He's like one of those guys, like Jalen Ramsey. Like I, I think I, I call those guys front runners. Like yeah. they yeah, at noon uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Like don't expect much, but right. when the lights come on, like guys like him, guys like Jalen Ramsey, guys like Jadavian Clowney, that's when you get. That's when you get the full and you knew the, full the experience. You knew that it was coming. He was going to come back because if you notice after each game, like if you knew Cam in the past, he doesn't normally call out his team. But I feel like he's a guy that would blame other people. He has taken the brunt of it the entire year. He's been like, "I suck. I got to be better. I got to yep. be better." So you can tell like everybody loves him there. Like for for losing Tom Brady, Cam Newton's not a bad guy to slide in. He hasn't been exactly what they want. They're still four and five. We can't yeah. forget that. But at the same time, he's like taking it. As, as his own burden that, that they suck so bad. like and So then you knew he was going to turn it around at one point. You know what I mean? This guy. Yeah, no, I think this he's guy. a great teammate. I just think he, he's just like you said, TJ. He's limited physically at this yeah, point. Agreed. He, there's only so much he can do. Th- this Newton guy, though, I'll tell you right now, America, everybody in America, look at me right now. <laughs> I can look at this guy pregame and tell you if he's going to win that day or lose. I can look at him pregame. We're going right. go, right, go to go. We're going to the day. We're going to the casino. We're going to sit there at 1130 and we're going to look up at this son of a bitch and I'm going to check <laughs> his eyes out and i can tell you right then and there if he's going to play football or not let me know let me know because i'd love to see <laughs> it. Let, it i was gonna say i might play a little uh little wager then Let's i think this comes down to the season where in, in the situation where the, the patriots had to beat the jets they came back out in the second half and i think the jets lost that fo- lost that football game intentionally or not but they they shot themselves in the foot late in the game the patriots came out and and they won that game against baltimore they, they did what they needed to do and they're in a spot right now where second half of the season, 
this is where this is where these games get interesting. Where similar to that that Tampa Bay New Orleans game, where coaching matters. Coaching matters second half of the season. They've seen these guys. They've gotten the, the first look in the first game they played um, for the divisional for a lot of the divisional matchups uh, for the most part. And this is where coaching adjustments are made and, and where Bill Belichick will really excel. So I'm very interested to see how New England does down the stretch, still with a lot of divisional games left on their schedule. Uh, how they how they fare and if they can if they can turn this thing around um, you know mid season like they like like they have the potential to do Cam's a good quarterback but can all those other guys that are not the premier players you know Julian Edelman coming back but can those other guys that are making their first NFL starts and are are you know rookies and and you know not a lot of experience can those guys step up we, we'll see wait so I don't we don't need a lot of explanation I'm just saying right here I want to know. Everybody tell me at the end of the season, the regular season, what is the Patriots record? What is it now? Four and five. Seven How many nine. games are left? There look at their are, schedule though before I say that. I say eight and eight, seven and left. nine. I, I don't think they have the horses to beat the Dolphins or the Bills. I really don't. So Zook says seven and nine. Let's take a look here. Well, so, let me see. Let me see. Let me see first though before I say that. Because they got the Texans coming. They're up. only two and a half that. games back of the division. Let's remember that. There's not a ton of games left. You're in week eleven. There's the, you know, they got the Texans, Cardinals, and then three away games at the Chargers and Rams and Dolphins. I think they'll be seven and nine. I think they'll be seven and nine. Okay. Dad? Give me a minute here. All right. Nick? Are you looking to? Uh, I'm also looking to. Well, so they're, four is, and, they're, four, they're four and five right now. The, yeah. Yeah. This is a perfect time to tell you. You can go follow us at From the 50 and at From the 50 Show. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, we have a brand new podcast feed. So, again, Brews on the Balcony and Bras on the Balcony. Stay on the Brews on the Balcony feed from the 50s getting its own. If you can't find it on iTunes because it's very, very new, it literally just came out today, you can go on our uh, page at From the 50. If you're on Brews right now, go to From the 50 Show. It should be on our timeline. If you need help, too, you can email me at any time, Weber at WeberYellMedia.com, but find uh, our new podcast feed just for From the 50 football content on iTunes. Um, I'm going. Email, I'm, you can email me anytime, uh, Zach Zook at Brazzers.com. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going six and six and ten. I, I don't. I don't think there's a lot of those games that they can really, really win. Uh, again, Miami's shown a lot right now. I just think they're lacking the weapons to to get it done. They beat the they beat the Jets. They beat the they beat the Ravens, which is very interesting. But I just think the Patriots this year are lacking the weapons to really compete even even in the back half of the season against like like a Rams team I think a Ram team's gonna go down there and, and beat them I think the Texans can get down there and, and beat them really um, I yeah, don't think yeah, so I do if, I, if I don't, the Texans beat one. them then I don't know if they win another game yeah yeah <laughs> I, I I think I think Deshaun Watson and that offense has, has done enough to um to be no, able to win win have they game. done enough <laughs> win tell me win Deshaun, Deshaun Watson in put a little side action on it after, after before this week. I don't know if you had touched on this week before this week, Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller have had six touchdowns in the past. I'm not six talking weeks. about their offense. Their defense Deshaun, is awful. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying though. New England doesn't have any weapons. They're trotting out D three wide receivers. Sure the Ravens. Sure. They get, sure. They get Julian Edelman back, but like the run game again, it's a run back running back by committee by six different guys. You're telling so. me that three point win against the jets wasn't impressive. Fuck you, Nick. You don't like <laughs> Bobby Myers. Yeah, just, again, I'm, I'm calling fluke against this Ravens game. I'll take, I'll take any, anything you want against them against the Texans. I, I don't, I think the Texans are terrible. They got lucky. They even covered this past week. 
Just terrible, man. I, terrible. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done my analysis for this week yet. I'm, I'm still recovering from the demolition of last week. <laughs> uh, shake them up, yeah, baby. Shake them up. Shake them, baby. Gotta get these I'll blue do, ones on the do, bottom. Blue do, ones on the bottom. I will do the beans in two weeks once I'm home. I will do the beans. There we go. Uh, all right, uh, Tali, what do you think? Where are they gonna go? Uh, I finally just got their schedule pulled up, but I was kind of feeling six and ten as yeah, well. Yeah, Weber Wi-Fi. Sheesh. Six and ten. Six and ten. I feel like six and ten I mean, would be like the low end. Seven and yeah. nine is where I think they'll go. Eight and eight, I feel like it's the high end. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. They, they they won't hit five hundred. I'm with Zook. Seven and nine. Okay, Absolutely. I think they'll beat the Texans. I think they'll beat the Chargers, and I, I think, think they'll obviously be the beat the Jets. They beat oh. be the Chargers. They That's beat my the three Texans. wins. Three. So seven and nine. Yeah, seven and nine. I don't, think they're, be, I don't think they're beating the Chargers. Well, I think that, that like, maybe I had them losing to the Cardinals. I think I gave them the Texans. I gave them the Jets, and I gave them, uh, I don't know, two more teams. I, I guess, think they'll right? beat but the Chargers, and I, gave them the I Chargers. think they'll win one on I there. gave them the Chargers on the road, but it's like if they lose the Chargers, maybe then they pick one up, like steal one against the Bills or the Dolphins right. later, you know. So. Yep, yep. Okay. So I just yeah, interested. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what we said at the beginning of the season. First couple of weeks, we thought Cam was going to be better than Tom. Well, yeah, Port, I mean, Port and I said they're going to win the Super Bowl. Ooh, that's that's a that's a take that uh, Zook had. Zook said if Cam Newton stays healthy all year, they will make the playoffs. I do remember him saying that. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah, Hot take. I thought take. they were going to win the well, win the division. Well, I had the Dallas Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, so we know how that went. <laughs> ooh, yeah, that's tough. I had the Saints, which that's coming back a little bit, but. Yeah, I Look think out for those I underestimated Falcons. how many <laughs> yeah, players they had. Falcons, out. NFC South champs over here. Falcons yeah. are doing I, just I did fine. not account for, account for Dak being out the rest of this year, though. So that I, I do get a little asterisk. Well, Nick, I think I picked the Cowboys not to win, but to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think either I last year or two years Cowboys ago, and I was like, Chiefs. yeah, F all. <laughs> I was like, ah, hey, the Cowboys are going to put together this year. This will be the year. Yeah, like, I thought I thought Pats could absolutely make a wild card if Cam Nick stayed healthy. Was, I really underestimated just how much I the, drafted Ceedee Lamb in my dynasty Nick, draft. Nick Come was on, a, Nick was a big fan of Garrett Gilbert going into the year. <laughs> <laughs> big Garrett Gilbert. I was like, you know what? There's going to be this like six string quarterback that they're going to bring in after Ben DiNucci. Yeah, you look at circle that ben name. Ben DiNucci's going to be yeah, but then the guy Garrett Gilbert's coming in. The and guy look out. Garrett Gilbert. Hey, speaking of, of backup, backup quarterbacks, that guy down there in uh, Jacksonville uh, uh, with Gardner out injured. He, he's no big deal. Uh, he's, who picked that one last week? Yep, okay. he's not looking too bad. Next Tom Brady, six bad. round pick. Yeah, that was that was a nice pick. I mean, thirteen and a half was a big spread. Dude, he almost hit that money line though. Dom almost he, hit he that did, money line. He did. He did. That shit. was. <laughs> That was. Did, did Dom throw a little money line action? On Dom that? did. Now Dom parlayed. Wow, it, so. on the Jaguars money line. Yeah, seriously? I was gonna say, did the other legs of the parlay hit for Dom? No, hell no. The Bengals <laughs> fucked everything up for Dom. <laughs> uh, you know, this he, is. He, go ahead, Nick. You know what? You know what's crazy is that I went one in six, but both Big Web and myself both won this week on the uh, the the pick'em uh, on the BOTB uh, football pick'em pool with eight. But you guys lost <laughs> yeah, all the ones wild. that mattered for the pool just, for the, uh, our pick. I just won. I just won all the wrong games this week. <laughs> That's Nick, the way it goes. Nick was a Bengals cover away from 0-7 for the second year in a row. Oh, that 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 Bengals game wasn't even close, though. I, I'd, I'd like, like to talk a little bit about that record for the week. I, right. I mean, I, I came in 4-3. and three. Do you know what the record would have been if people would have not were not out of bounds on the fucking one <laughs> and not kneeled Seven down on an extra point? You're five, one, and Dude. one, baby. Five, one, and one is what I should have been That's this brutal. week. That's brutal. 
Brutal. In fact, I'm starting my own football league. Hey, hey, I got I got screwed. Oh, screwed I think you. I got screwed on both of those that you had as well. Yeah, that's I bullshit. Think we were I same, same I got screwed on. I got that's, screwed on both. That's of That's why, boys, I'm starting my own football league, and it's the Big Web Football League, and it's all about scoring. There's no extra points. Every touchdown, you get a fucking Over 46 seven. And a half you club. get a seven. You don't. You don't go for two. You don't kick a fucking extra point. All these rules have nothing. Anything to do with gambling is perfect. You can't get fucked in my league. Seven points for every <laughs> you touchdown. You cannot get. You cannot fucked. kneel down. If you kneel down, you get shot. Firing squad. <laughs> you cannot do that. You cannot run out of bounds. Hey, guess what? Be- guess what? This. Hold on. Guess what? God damn it. You get. When you do a catch. If the ball touches the ground at all, it's like an exploding bomb. That is not a catch. There's no way I'm not going to get fucked by any of those anymore. You got all None these, of that. All this hand-checking bullshit what on the way down the field. Goals. You can't do that shit. What, what so, about so, so, it's like basketball. Five hits. yards down the goddamn field. If somebody touches you after that, you're they're getting a flag. So you want, There's no questionable you, pass interference. You want this yeah, tough one, but then you want patty kick. You can't, you can't play point. defense. Yeah, yeah, so you, listen. I got you fucked turn on the defend the ball. I got fucked because Washington comes down, down 24 to 3. You guys sent your cute little video, and here comes Washington storming back with three touchdowns, kick a field goal to fucking tie the game, <laughs> and then Chase Young gets a 15-yard rough in the passer. Fucking Matt hey, Prater yeah, fucks me. Where do we, we stand in the big web football league on roughing? Yeah, it's horseshit. Roughing, that's gone too. Come on, be a be a quarterback. Stand up and take a fucking hit. So, and then if Dad bets on you, every call goes your way. No roughing the passer. Big no Web pass interference. None of that pansy the Big bullshit. Football league is basically what the XFL should be. Yes, that's right. That's no what, bullshit. Anything that costs a better money is gone. It doesn't. It doesn't matter though because you've had times when you love pass interference. You love that uh, shit. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just nah, fought, nah, nah, back yeah, in yeah, the day. Yeah, 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 I, nah, nah, I tell you, all this bullshit started about seven to ten years ago. I loved football eleven years ago. Because you didn't have all this patsy bull fucking shit. You got to play football. You got to score points. That's what it's all about. You don't go out of bounds on the one. So Nick Chubb gets kicked out of the league if, if he does He's got shot. <laughs> firing squad in New York. You set up a firing squad and you fly the guy out there, league money. You're going to get shot. You don't kneel down. You don't go out of bounds on the one, you fuck nut. That's, 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 that's a little rough. I'm just at Big Web Football League. They, they do need to rough. change. I, you might have to do that in a different country. I love country. how you explain it away. Hey, like. Big Web Football League. It's yeah. just the way it is. I don't think <laughs> they do need to change that pass interference rule, though, from a spot follow to just 15 yards. Yeah, I know. Count. I've been saying this for years. Yeah, it's I've ridiculous this at this point. I say it, but then when it benefits me, I fucking <laughs> yeah. love it. I love every minute of it. I, dude, dude, the spot pass interference foul is ridiculous. But, you, but ridiculous. you've been screwed on it more than you've you've. The Bears no, not score absolutely not. If, it's if the if best thing in the world. If there. my guys, if I got if sorry, if Dom has to cover three and a half and he's down by seven and he's got to get a touchdown and he's at the twenty, he throws it down to the five and the guy gets destroyed. I love it. Put me on the five, get me in a yeah. fucking end zone. Yeah, the, I don't the Cincinnati care. Bengals are losing by seventeen and a little guy on the back. And now they get the ball first and ten on first and goal on the one. Yeah, it's awesome. It's when you have them, <laughs> bullshit. It's the best. I hate it. Or, hey, Big Web, how about uh, when it's third and like 24 and you get the uh, five yard defensive holding? Automatic. <laughs> yeah. First five down. yards on an automatic first down. Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. That, that too. can go too. Yeah, that's out of there. So, I'm so, going to put that on so my So I list. feel like if you fall, so Andy Dalton would be in trouble in your league too. <laughs> Andy Dalton's not invited. He gets shot before he even joins him. <laughs> When I say shot, ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean like a murder. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, firing like, squad. Like you the, earned it. The nonviolent part of shooting, yeah. getting shot. <laughs> right. Yes. He said not like a murder, like a firing squad. <laughs> what exactly would that be? Paintball it's, gun. It's, it's, like, Paintball a, gun. it's like a penalty. You're, you're judged by your peers. You knew the rules going in. 
So, so, anyway. so paintball gun. There you go. There you go. Paintball. Yeah. Whatever. Pain because you can't do it. You 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 fuck around. You're gonna get shot with something. Did any of you see the next gen stats on that Hopkins catch? By the way, on the Hail Mary. No, the percentages. Yeah, we gotta talk it, about yeah, that. You tell me about it that. It was sixteen point nine percent that he completes that pass, and that's his third toughest completion of his high. career. And then Kyler, Kyler with a great move and taking a knee. It <laughs> does a little bit, but I want to I want to see the video on the two throws that were more yeah, difficult no than that one. In the game. No one's you ever kicked a miracle. No one, and they kneel down. No one ever in their life has never kicked the extra point. I've never seen that happen. I'm like, all right, I'm fucked. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose the week now. All this shit. And then Kyler takes a knee, and I was like, thank you, God. What the fuck was There's that? A lot of zeros okay, okay. on that. That's bullshit. I mean, you you. That's the same thing in Big Web Football League too. In, in, in overtime, in overtime, you kick the goddamn extra point. You don't fuck the better. You don't fuck the better. Never. You need rugby Big Web Football League rules. in like under the shield. It just says you don't fuck the better. Can you right. imagine just seeing all these guys like SWAT gear with paintball guns on the side? <laughs> oh, look at him! Neil, Boom! I dare you. Dad called the commissioner. Calls up. All oh, right, yeah. boys. Here we go. Hey, number twenty-nine. Go at him. Get him. <laughs> Hey, did you see him take a knee? Let's go. Don't fuck with the better. <laughs> you know, I will at least, like, the Cardinals, as compared to the Browns, like, I at least understand why the Cardinals did it. Like, if you uh, mess, if you throw a pick or maybe a fumble, you can run it back and tie the game. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. There's, he stopped the damn clock with it. What a moron. He stopped the clock. Big there was 40 seconds left. He didn't even slide left. down. It's like, oh, what I'm going to try to make the sport It makes zero play, sense. But I'm going to. thousand percent. Dude, okay, so here's what happens. You think he's making a smart football play, right? If he scores, let's just evaluate the three things he could have done. The smartest, most safe football play would be to slide down inbounds and keep the clock running about 20 should, yards before he got to the but, 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 but if you score you're up by 10 and yes. there's like nine right you're up by nine if, okay, you don't sorry, have to kick it possession game. <laughs> either way if you score you're up two possessions but you do have to kick it so in theory you, you get play a, to it, it win would take the game a touchdown an onside kick and a field goal to even tie the game if you step out of bounds like he did you not only stop the clock you're only up three still so let's say yeah. you fumble the snap and they run it back. I've, I'm a Michigan fan. I've seen it. <laughs> You've been through it. I, I've seen it. Let's let's say you fumble the snap and they run it back. Not only is the game tied, you fucking lose. You lose. You're done. Like if you score, they have to they have to score. They have to get the onside kick and they have to kick an extra point in like 40 seconds. Like it's just idiotic. Like the Nick Chubb thing is idiotic. Like the Cardinals thing, I at least understand that one. The Nick Chubb I don't. Thing I don't, I don't understand that one either. Let me tell you why. I'll tell you right now. Eleven years from ago, the Mike, just a, just a little. Oh, sorry, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and, and, you can you can yell. You want just a, move away from a, the mic. Eleven years ago, eleven years ago, people played to win the game. People Hello? played to score. Hello. You, you, you anybody that's played any damn thing? I don't care if it's beer pong. You go and you try to win the game. Just whatever was all this bullshit. These coaches think they're so fucking smart. Oh, he might block it. He might run 99 fucking yards and tie the game. <laughs> Fuck you. Kick the goddamn extra point for the better. 
What if you had the bills? You'd be laughing. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yes, yo, I know. No, 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 no. If yes, I you lost, bullshit. No, no. no, if you would have won, if, I lost. if you would have won, you'd be like, oh, yeah. what a great yeah, move. You know what? At least, if I lost, at least I lost to a guy that's trying to score the most points bullshit. like 11 years ago. Bullshit. Oh, you know what? Let's go for two because three scores from now, we might need an extra point. And they might do this. You know, if they get a pick six, they might do If, if, if. If you had the Texans, you would have been like, oh, Oh, Nick Chubb, what a smart score man. that goddamn point. Guy. If you got a field goal coming up, score it. If you I should have stayed point, on the Texans. What was I All doing? That bullshit. If you got a touchdown, score it. <laughs> Kyler, what a great to, job taking a knee. I Kyler, switched the wrong the pick. What a dick. Two thousand fucking dollars. It's just because you've been screwed, though. If you had the other way, you'd be so set on it. Kiss my ass, Kyler, and your coach. <laughs> More of the coach. Cliff Kingsbury makes the list all of a sudden. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. assholes. Sorry. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Is that worse than Mike McCarthy not kicking a field goal in week yeah, one? Yeah, that's hey, that too. <laughs> that too. How I can point to 20 of them this year. These coaches think they're so fucking smart. You're not smart. <laughs> coaches, you are not smart. Clip that off. <laughs> So oh, there'll be plenty off. here. Don't worry. Clip that off. Stick it in your juice box and suck it. <laughs> mm. All right, I'm you done. Go ahead. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> that was epic. I, don't even know I mean, I thought it was there. a good thought... talk about Vikings Bears. It's not going to be as interesting as what just happened. No, fuck that. We could talk about Russell Wilson's absolutely terrible decisions in that game, and maybe Goff and the Rams are good again? Oh, of course, when don't I don't pick them. You'll go on with, dad, with Dad's thing. Every time I pick the Rams, forget about it. Yeah, I, I don't think the Rams are good. I don't think they're consistent at all. I don't think there's a lot of teams that are consistent. 4-0 at home. 4-0 oh at home. I don't home. give a shit about 4-0 oh anywhere. I I don't think they're a good football team. I don't have to tell you. You think Stan Kroenke knew what he was no, doing? Oh, you son of a bitch. No, not, not Kroenke. son of a bitch. No, they get out there with those suntan chicks, and they enjoy themselves out there, and they do better. That fast turf. That that was a tally comment. Okay, <laughs> that was a, ta- that was a tally. That's two comment. against St. Louis this week. On brews, he said that gooey butter cake is garbage. What? It is. Which Cheese is the worst. Cheesecake, worst. cheesecake all the cheesecake way. Cheesecake is you know terrible. What? Buffalo, buffalo wings Root. blow. <laughs> no, we said blue Why cheese is terrible. Why don't you go back terrible. to New York and get the fuck up out of here? <laughs> so hey, hey, ranch is winning 77% to 23% over blue cheese. Though, destroying on the it. That's because none of your people have had blue cheese with their wings and pizza. Because we all they smart. gotta do is try it, and they will I'm stick sure. with blue cheese the entire time. We're not psychopaths. I've had both. I had both, and I can honestly say I do prefer ranch. Everybody, everybody except Buffalo people will say ranch over blue cheese. Everyone, go vote for blue cheese on Twitter. How much more time we got on that, Nick? Mm, I don't know how long I set it for. Sixteen hours, nine minutes left. Got another, Guys, I'm I'm neither. Day. Do you have a third option? Because I'm a dry guy. Save that. <laughs> <laughs> Zook has the most out of context like drops. He's got the best ones, man. Dude, well, not not like totally dry. Like I like the sauce on it, you know. Yeah. But I've never been like a rancher blue cheese. You like him saucy guy? I like him saucy. See, Zook, I was the same way, and then I tried ranch with him, and I like it changed my life. It was like, oh my god, yeah, this is insane. Yeah. All right. Well, R- ranch ranch. wait. Gag so you never tried ranch before? Oh, no, I have. It oh, makes okay. me gag. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Same. Have you tried I just like the sauce cheese? on my breasts. <laughs> Saucy breasts, huh? That's a good, that's a good uh, beer be another one, by the way, Zook Ripple. It's yeah, fantastic. hey, uh, you guys, in, I, I forgot to mention when I got up, you guys inspired me. I saw everybody else drinking some uh, some great tastings over there, and I was like, I got to get in on the action. Oh, it's I was good. trying to like subtly check the uh, expiration because it's been in my fridge <laughs> for quite a while. What? And I was like, Come well, on, man. I was like, well... 
I guess I'll just drink it and see what happens. <laughs> uh, I'm staying sober in preparation for Beer Olympics next week. Nerd. Yeah, that'll be fun. We have the yeah. draft coming up on Bras. Uh, we're, we're Later this evening. Tonight, we're actually going to be live on Brews for the draft. Uh, so it's Team Nick versus Team TJ, but we named it uh, Fuck You, TJ Weber, and Suck It, Nick. So we're getting T-shirts made, <laughs> and we're going to be wearing them. And it's good. I, I, I like my team. I have, I have wait, a draft wait, strategy. So- TJ, do, does the team TJ wear the Suck at Nick shirts? Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Church. Okay. Yes, and we to wear church. the Fuck yes. You T- and yeah. we, wear, we wear the Fuck You TJ Weber shirts. Amazing. Is the Suck at Nick off of, like, did Collar Joe say that, or is that my drop? That's your drop, actually. Uh, that's your drop. Like, I got to pull that one up. And, yeah, that's that's a Zook special there. He better be on your team. That is a, that's a Zook special. I think. I guess, uh, no, jo- Joe's is, uh, Joe's is Fuck you, Nick Yale. Suck it, Nick. Yeah, yeah. The fuck you, TJ Weber was uh was a uh, Grandpa Michael. So suck it, Nick. Grandpa Michael dropping f bombs. Yes, he did. Wow. Well, well, it's Michael, Weber. my buddy, Michael. Yeah, he's our age. Just no, it's Grandpa Michael. It's Grandpa Michael. Grandpa. Yeah, it's it's, Grandpa. I don't know. We got a good draft. I got a good draft strategy. I'm I'm pumped up about where my team's gonna go. Uh, yeah, so I think we think team team Yale did very well. We we got all we got all the players we wanted. All right, uh, let's ask you boys because so Zook and Dad are going to be one because Zook said he wasn't sure if he could make it at the time. Dad said he didn't want to do all the events, so their perfect combo is one. And then he got Tali. I want to know where you guys want to go. What team would you decide on if you could choose where you're drafted? We already know your fate, but we want to know where yeah, you we think know you're your drafted. fate. Yeah. Oh, I'm on Team Weber. It, oh, yeah, obviously. It, if anyone says me, I would be surprised. I mean, that's that's, I'd just be well, shocked. Well, let's just say uh, one or two or everybody could be disappointed then if you don't want to be on next. <laughs> I'm not saying who. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, they, I, they, well, I was gonna say I don't want to like ruin any team chemistry here if I end up on Team Weber, but I'd be on Team Yale. What a I like to hear that. I, I'll be on team. Uh, oh, I feel like I got to be on team. Suck at Nick though, since I <laughs> yeah. kind of came up with the team name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do we'll it. see. We'll see. Yeah. But, but if if Tolly and Yale are on the same team, the team's called Nick at Night. Ah, yeah. Mm, there you yeah, go. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to skid it to a fucking halt there. <laughs> <laughs> skid it to a fucking halt. Do we want to pick Thursday night? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's pick do it. Thursday night. Okay. Oh, by the way, Zach uh, chimes in on Facebook and says Team Weber. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Zach. Uh, I, don't have, I don't have many lovers out there. Amanda says, blue cheese all the way, ranch is a cheap imitation of sauce. Huh. Sounds like uh, it might be related to Tali. It could be wrong. <laughs> take, take a hike, Amanda. Wow. Oh. Take a you better, hike. You better watch you talk to <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, alrighty. The uh, the game this Thursday, Arizona at Seattle. It's actually a really good one. We all know these two teams in prime time last time. Game of the year so far, in my opinion. Uh, they're in Seattle this time. Overs 57 and a half with woo! these two shitty defenses. So uh, how are we going, guys? Uh, where, 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 do we, where are we leaning on this one? I'll go first on this one. I, Kyler Murray is well-rested. He took the last play of the fucking last game off. <laughs> Went down to a knee and took care of his body, motherfucker. So no, I will. I will take Arizona here. Seattle uh, is on, still on that down skid. They only scored 16 points last week. Let's go Arizona. Wow. What do you think? I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks in this one. I locked out. Got got Zona last time. I think Seattle in Seattle, better football team. I, I think it's t- tough to beat a football team twice in the division and sweep them. And I don't think Zona's got got what it takes to beat. 
what I think is one of the best teams in the NFC twice and clean sweep them not in their place spreads only minus three i'll take the seahawks uh hope hopefully worst case scenario will be push i think the seahawks got to be really disappointed they had that game won a couple different times They're, they've been playing bad football but i think this is a one where you look for them to get bounced back get back on the right track against a cardinals defense that isn't very good i'm gonna agree with zuck i'm gonna take seattle i think they're gonna bounce back this week um you know they're they're another team i think could win the Super Bowl, but they're also a team that their defense, I don't know if they can hold up enough. But, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to play well. I think they're going to try to get a big bounce-back game this week. And this will be one that they'll be hosting Arizona, so it's a different scenario when they gave that one up against the Cardinals. I also think there's a little bit extra motivation after giving that one up to to Arizona yeah. a few weeks ago. So I'm going to take Seattle. I think it's you said two and a half. I mean, that's – It's at three. It's at three, three right at now? Three. Three. Yeah, three, yeah. I'll take the risk of the push, and I'll take, or I'll yeah. take Seattle. Also, Tyler They're, Lockett has a knee sprain, so he will probably be inactive Thursday night. More Ooh, DK Metcalf. That's shit. good for my fantasy league, so in, we're good in, to go. Interesting. Interesting. That, that, that is a very, very interesting point. It would be interesting to see how that affects the line movement. Could think, I think that could affect the whole half point there. And I think it's. I think it'll still move. Down. <laughs> Are you being serious? Tyler Lockett being out. Did <laughs> you see big. what? Did, yeah. did I you thought see you what? were being sarcastic. You're like it could affect it a whole half a point there. It no, 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 yeah, so no, no. That 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 literally is a hook right there. I mean, it could, two and a half. Yeah, it's a big deal. I yeah. suppose that's true. And that's yeah. why I think. I mean, I think if I was actually betting this game, I would I would wait, wait until right up until game time to see which way it would move. I am on Seattle here, but but yeah, Patrick Peterson. Let, let's not forget, shut down DK Metcalf in yeah, that game. But the key factor being here is Chris Carson is going to be back for this one. Uh, or already got that locked in on early early reports from last week that said almost certainly Chris Carson will be playing this week. And that's going to be a big factor for Seattle because when Chris Carson plays, that's when they can get that that air raid attack working. They're more balanced. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. And, and, and again, I, I agree. I don't think they lose to the Cardinals twice, especially uh, playing at home. And if we can get that extra half point, get it down to two and a half, yeah, Seattle's a good bet there. Island. island Tolly. Island. <laughs> I think I'm going Arizona. Really? Wow. I, Seattle's defense. Welcome to my island. <laughs> Seattle's defense is just so terrible. I don't see how they stop Kyler yep, Murray. Exactly. Well, and especially if, take knees, if Lockett's yeah. out, you have Patrick Peterson to lock down DK. And uh, I mean, they're just going to throw to their tight end and run with Chris Carson. That's all they have left. I mean, can, can we can we go back to that? I mean, what a wild knee. I, I can't get over it. Dude, I was. Shut so, up. So Laura and I were like, the only reason, Laura and I went the out only, to dinner and we were literally sitting there. And she goes, let's go, eat, let's go watch the rest of the football games. And I'm like, you're the perfect woman. Anyway, so we went to the bar, and we're sitting there. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, fuck. Kyler just did an amazing play. These guys are going to cover by half point. I'm going to lose. I'm going to have. I'm going to be two and five at the time. I was either no, gonna no, no. We, we all we all would have pushed. We all would have pushed. We got it at three. Oh, you got it at three. So we would have pushed, but I wouldn't have. We, won. we all we That's all would have pushed. Yep, yep. No, yep. no, 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 no. The bookie, the bookie was two and a fucking half. <laughs> but but I said I said Big yeah, Web's I bet, was, Big bet was two, two and, and, and a half. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, wait, Kyler's going out there. Why the fuck is? Are they going for two? He takes a knee. I go, what? Why, why, why are they showing him on the screen? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I would love to have a camera. I'd pay a lot of money to have a, uh, what Big Web looked like in that moment. Just just losing it. Just it's just going away from Hopkins makes the catch. I'm standing there screaming. Yes! Yes! What the fuck are they showing Murray for? What's he doing? He's walking. It looks like he's walking. No! No, 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 no. 
<laughs> it was a range of emotions because initially I thought we also had a two and a half, so I was jumping up and down, like running around, like let's fucking go, and then they kneel it, and I was behind. And TJ's like, "You dumbass, you already lost." I was like, oh, fuck. "I like, I like to do a dramatic reading of our text group." Uh, yeah, yeah, that. that was that was that was hilarious during that scenario. So uh, Dad goes, "Woo, hoo!" And then, and then three minutes later, Dad goes, "Ah, oh, bullshit!" <laughs> Nick sends five. This is a, a six text chain here. He goes, "Arizona, let's." And then I say. He didn't kick it, Nick. He didn't kick it. I covered by one. And Nick goes, fucking go. A minute later, no, god damn it. <laughs> oh, I, you got You got to read uh, after after the, the Ravens game, official, official statement from Team Nick. Fuck. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it's like that oh. Baker Mayfield gif. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, man. Good stuff. Big Web Football League, that shit does not happen. <laughs> Big Web Football League. Coming to it. Here come the paintball guns. You're Coming all Coming to fucked. a TV near you. Yeah. It's funny. Coming to a city near you. That's it. Well, all right. I guess that wraps it up for the picks this week. We will see everybody Sunday. But first, we got to give a shout-out to our wonderful sponsors, TJ. Can you give a shout-out to our amazing sponsors that make this show possible well they are amazing zook and we i'm glad you say that every week because it's true because we always like to talk about them and what they bring to the table uh alex schlemmer at aces wild we talked about one of our new sponsors he's not only uh sponsoring the midweek show brews on the balcony bras on the balcony but also is sponsoring the picks the biggest part of the football show on sundays aces wild is doing a giveaway now until november 30th every time you come in you get a free entry into winning a 36 inch blackstone griddle or a Camp Chef pellet grill with over 800 square inches of grill space. Tuesdays are your chance to win up to five extra entries by playing everyone's favorite game, Plinko. Drawing Plinko. is at 7 p.m. Friday, December 4th. You must be present to win. Must be at least 21 years of age to enter. That's Aces Wild, located at 208 North Main Street in Columbia, Illinois, in the back of, in the, back of the building. One more time, 208 North Main Street in Columbia, Illinois, Aces Wild. Go in there and tell Schlem uh, that Bruce on the Balcony and from the 50 boys sent you over. K. Roberts, Remax Gold. We'll say it every week. I'll continue to say it because I'm in this beautiful studio, this beautiful home, because of one person and one person only. K. Roberts, Remax Gold. Answering my questions at any point in the night. Bringing me to every single showing I possibly want to go to. Multiple showings. I mean, we saw multiple houses throughout our process. A lot of realtors might be like, Getting upset. Why isn't my client picking a house? I'm wasting my time. Kay doesn't care. Kay wants to get you in the right place. She's she's not sitting there saying, oh, we got to get this done. I got to get to my next appointment. No. She wants to make sure you get in the right home of your dreams today. So make sure you give her a call today. Kay Roberts at REMAX Gold. Go online. STL Homes, the number four, Y-O-U.com. That's STL Homes, the number four, Y-O-U.com. And you can also give her a call today. I'm trying to find my place. 314-409-4113. 314-409-4113. Website one more time. STL Homes, the number four, Y-O-U.com. Last but not least, Sarah Barron at Family Finance Mortgage. Online at FamilyFinanceMortgage.com. Helped work with Kay and us to get us in our home with all the financial mumbo-jumbo, answering questions up till 738, 830, 9 o'clock at night. Within five minutes, we had a question. And it's tough. When you're going to buy a house... You know, you get past all the, the, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's, but the financial part takes some work. You have to go back and forth, make sure it works for you, make sure it works for them. She's willing to answer those questions very, very quickly. She's the best in the business, is also currently trying to help us refinance our home as well. 
314-537-1282 or online, familyfinancemortgage.com. Sarah Barron, great sponsor from the 50 and the Brews on the Balcony Podcast Network. That'll do it for our show this week. For TJ, for Nick, for Big Web, for Yale out in Reno. We'll see you guys on Sunday. This has been the From the 50 Midweek Show.